Over the years, we've heard plenty of players recount the unforgettable sensation of playing golf for the first time alongside Tiger Woods. But what's it like to caddy alongside Tiger? You know, I introduced myself to Tiger. You know, he couldn't have been nicer. They always say, don't, don't meet your heroes, right? Well, you know, this was, this was definitely the exception to that rule. For one man, it was the opportunity of a lifetime. And then it got a bit complicated. Wasn't really thinking about, you know, uh, wait a second, that's, that's Charlie next to Tiger. May, you know, this might not be something that, that he wants shared publicly. I'm Dylan DeChair, and this is The Drop Zone. Two weeks ago, Derek Payne, who owns and operates a Miami-area golf academy, got a call from his friend and business partner, Alex Fernandez. Fernandez had a packed teaching schedule coming up, and he wanted to know if Derek would caddy for his son, Jonah, who was hoping to play in his first event as an 11-year-old. Derek doesn't often caddy for his students because he doesn't want to appear to be playing favorites, but helping out his friend Alex would be different. So he asked me on, I don't know, the week before um, if, I, if I could caddy for Jonah. I said, sure. You know, I've caddied for Jonah a couple times. Um, this is Jonah's first event as an 11-year-old. The nine-hole tournament was scheduled for Saturday, August 15th. And when the field list came out that Tuesday, one name jumped out at Derek. Charlie Woods. That was Tiger's son. We found out Charlie was in the field on, I don't know, Tuesday or Wednesday. The pairings came out on Thursday morning. Um, you know, so Thursday morning is when, when I knew that, you know, that we'd be paired with Charlie. Who knows if Tiger's going to be there, but I knew mm-hmm. we'd be paired with Charlie. At his academy that afternoon, Derek's mind started to race. What if Tiger would be there? It wasn't just that Derek was excited about proximity to a celebrity athlete. Tiger Woods, very simply, had changed his life. Yeah, t- Tiger, you know, I, I, I owe Tiger my, my entire career, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just that, but, you know, a lot of kids that I've, I've taught golf and sent to college to play golf and everything else, they, same thing for them. Yeah. You know, because with, without Tiger, I'm not, I'm not doing anything that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so I guess it probably didn't sink in right away. Um, you know, I, I teach, a, you know, I'm, I'm very busy down here right now as far as, you know, because everybody's out of school and, everything else so I, I teach probably 60 hours a week so I didn't have a lot of wow. time to really think about it mm-hmm. um, yeah. until maybe Friday afternoon thinking like you know holy crap I'm you know maybe maybe meeting Tiger Woods tomorrow growing up in a small town on the eastern shore of Maryland Derek had never picked up a golf club but he got to college at the University of Maryland right around the same time that a red-shirted black-trousered golfer was starting to make waves on the professional level there it is, a win for the ages. Derek and a few of his friends, swept up in Tiger Mania, started spending a lot of time at the golf course. And Derek himself discovered he had a real aptitude for the game. He looked into teaching, and the rest was history. Two decades later, Derek, 42, has kept rooting on Tiger, although he'd never imagined actually meeting him. He'd seen his idol before, when Tiger came to town to play events at Doral. But that was like going to the aquarium, and this? This would be like being in the fish tank itself. Game day was finally here, and Team Jonah and Team Charlie each arrived at the course. Derek and the Elder Woods each approached the first tee, wearing blue shirts, light shorts, and double-strap carry bags. They were matching in some ways. Tiger introduced himself. Derek kept his composure just enough to say his own name, 
and then he did his best to focus on Jonah. This is his first tournament as 11 year old. So we're trying to, you know, and I can just imagine what's going through his brain. I said in my post and I say all the time, I'm proud of him for, for just making contact with that first tee shot. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know if I could have done it if I have Tiger watching me. At that moment, when it all became real, Derek realized that he'd been feeling some lingering uncertainty about interacting with Woods. I always say, don't, don't meet your heroes, right? Well, you know, this was, this was definitely the exception to that rule. Derek struck up a brief conversation on the first hole, asking if the Woodses had played the course, the ocean course at the Breakers in Palm Beach, before. I'll, I'll share one thing that we said. The first thing is, you know, I just asked if, if, you know, him and Charlie had played this course before, and, you know, you know, he said, no, it's the first time, and it was a first time for, for myself and Jonah as well, and then he asked me, you know, and, and, if, and if, he did, if he would have just stopped right there, you know, I would have just, you know, gone about my way and, you know, said, okay, maybe he just doesn't want to talk. Um, but, you know, he, he kind of engaged me and asked me a couple questions, you know, where we play out of and, and, and things like that. So, you know, it was, it, it was really, really comfortable. After just a few holes, though, walking the fairways alongside Woods started to feel normal. On some basic level, Payne is used to parents eagerly watching their kids play golf, and that's what Tiger was there to do. Didn't seem like Tiger was there, he seemed like, you know, Tiger Dad. So, what's Tiger like as a caddy? Derek said it wasn't anything Tiger said that stuck out. It was how he acted. What, what I do, and you know, I, I teach so many kids that, have, that are currently playing tournament golf and kids that have played tournament golf and things like that. And, you know, he was kind of the, uh, I'll call him the poster child of what I tell my parents to do. He wasn't behind him, lining him up, you know, saying left, right, you know, go a little bit over here, a little bit over there. Um, he, he was letting Charlie play. For one thing, Derek was excited by watching Wood's parents so responsibly because it gave him all the more reason to believe in the superstar. For another, seeing Woods practice the sort of caddying that Derek preaches was really validating. If Tiger's doing it, maybe I am saying the right things to parents, he thought to himself. And he insists that striking that right balance is no easy task. I see so many dads caddying for their, their sons or daughters that are working on their golf swing, walking down the fairway, and I'm like, this is just <laughs> just let Just let them hit the ball, go find it, hit it again until it goes in the hole. Derek was understandably reluctant to expand on the specifics of the conversations that he had with Tiger that day, but he called the whole thing a dream come true. It's no secret that Charlie Woods has golf game. He'd beaten a similar field in a tournament a week earlier, but this time to the entire group's disappointment, the event actually got cut short about halfway through due to several lightning strikes in the area. Still, Derek was ecstatic after the round. Tiger had exceeded his expectations, as a friendly co-caddy and as a model father, too. Better yet, Jonah had acquitted himself well. But he played, he played so well, and you know, I can't imagine being 11 years old and trying to play golf in front of Tiger Woods. I mean, are you kidding? Before they retreated to the parking lot, Tiger happily posed for a photo alongside Derek, the two caddies together. And that is when things started to get a bit more complex. Another heartwarming story here. Tiger Woods' 11-year-old son, Charlie Axel Woods, won a U.S. Kids Golf Sanction event at Hammock Creek Golf Club in Palm City, Florida. He dominated the tournament with a 3-under-33, including three birdies and no bogeys. He shot a 33 in the final round. Derek posted a few photos of the day on his Instagram page. The one of him and Tiger, for starters, but he was so excited for Jonah, too. 
I was so proud of Jonah and, and what he did. So I wanted to make sure that, that I got some pics of so a couple of pictures of Jonah up there on my page. You know, I wasn't really, uh, wasn't really thinking about, you know, uh, wait a second, that's, that's Charlie. They were cool photos, and with just 600 followers, it never really occurred to him that those photos might spread. But then, one of Derek's friends shared an article with him that featured one of the photos he'd posted. Jonah and Charlie walking in front of Derek and Tiger. Another article popped up, and then another. ESPN. CNN, The Washington Post, The Today Show, sports blogs, news blogs. He knew that there was a general curiosity about Tiger's son's golf game, but this? Tiger Woods' son Charlie is taking after his father. The 11-year-old is showing his golf skills off, dominating last weekend at the U.S. Kids Golf Tournament in Palm City, Florida. The stories were also inaccurate. Almost all of them conflated the photos of the day with a different event on August 9th, which Charlie won by five shots at Hammock Creek in Palm City. Now to a rising star in the golf world. If you've never heard of Charlie Woods, you've certainly heard of his father and caddy, Tiger Woods. Tiger's 11-year-old son won a junior golf tournament in Florida over the weekend. Different event, different venue, no Tiger Woods. The thing is, Tiger was playing in the PGA Championship that day. He wasn't even in the same time zone as the U.S. Kids 11-year-old golf tournament. Derek changed his Instagram account from public to private, and his page was flooded with new follower requests, some 4,000 or more. He declined them all. He took down the initial post, which included the now viral photo of the four of them, and he reposted just the photo of he and Tiger, expressing his mixed emotions in the caption. I want to apologize to Tiger and Charlie for not being more respectful of their privacy, he wrote. I just wanted to share with my followers how wonderful and down-to-earth people you both are. How the media should cover or not cover Charlie Woods is an open and complex question. It's a question about young athletes and about celebrity children and about whether the media has a responsibility to basically let kids be kids. But there's plenty of gray area here. After all, we watched Little Leaguers Charlie's Age play on national television every single summer. Hi, my name's Alfred D'Elia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. Tiger himself talks with admiration about Charlie's game, too. About his swing, about their putting competitions, about playing together. He's starting to get into it. He's starting to understand how to play. He's asking me the, the right questions. Um, I've kept it competitive with his par, and so it's been... Just an absolute blast to go out there and just, you know, be with him. And it reminds me of so much of, you know, me and my dad um, growing up. I wish I had his move. <laughs> I, um, I analyze the swing all, all the time. I, I, I wish I could rotate like that and turn my head like that and do some of those positions. But um, those days are long gone, and I got to relive it through him. Still, Tiger has always been focused on maintaining privacy for him and for his family. And it's hard to know how much of that was shaped by his own upbringing in the public eye. Tiger was famously on television from age two on, and really has been ever since. So right now, I'd like you to meet Tiger Woods and his father, Earl Woods. Would you come out? Derek was processing all of this in real time. And even though his photos, his posts, and all the news stories were positive, he couldn't shake the feeling that he unknowingly had crossed some sort of line. The photo and the story continued to spread. 
he was quickly learning a harsh lesson of the internet. You know, this might not be something that, that he wants shared publicly. Um, and I wasn't intending to share it publicly. Somebody took it off my page. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that follows me, you know, I, I, I felt awful about it. Um, you know, I teach so many, so many kids and, you know, I've, I've, you know, been in this game for a while now. Um, I just couldn't, you know, I, it, it was, it was a couple sleepless nights there. Over the course of our interview though, Derek said he was starting to feel a little bit better. By talking it out, he felt like he was regaining some control over a story that had far outpaced him. Talking about the joy of the day, he said, was an important reminder just how incredible it was. Even better, as he talked, he got to highlight two feel-good parenting moments. Junior golf tournaments can lend themselves to parental horror stories, so it's always nice to highlight the opposite. The first had come in the lead-up to the tournament, when Jonah's dad, Alex, turned down the opportunity to caddy alongside Tiger Woods because he thought Jonah would be more comfortable with Derek on the bag. He said, I want you to, I, I want you to keep him calm. I think you could keep him more calm than I could keep him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's, and that's very true because I'm not his dad. So it's, it's easier for him, you know, easier for me to control him than, than it would be for, you know, to have that experience with his dad. And the second feel-good parenting moment was just watching Woods be a responsible, measured father to his golfer son. You know, he was the, he was, he was the, the, the model caddy of, of, of what I teach. And, you know, that, that kind of gives me, you know, obviously gives me a little validation too, right? You know, yeah. This is what, it, this is, if Tiger's doing it, then, you know, you know, maybe I am saying the right things. <laughs> if there is an enduring memory that Derek has from the day, it's of Jonah and Charlie playing and of the entire foursome enjoying their time together. And despite any of the complications, he's thankful for the photo that he got with Tiger, too. No matter where else it spread, he knows for sure that one's going on his wall. That's going to do it for this week's episode of The Drop Zone. Thanks so much to Derek Payne for agreeing to share his story. Thanks to Lee Finer also, who expertly produced this week's episode, as always. And thank you most of all to you guys, the listeners. We'll see you next week.